Welcome back to the 3DD podcast, episode number three. We're clocking in three weeks of the podcast now, and I'm so, so grateful to all of you who are listening, sending me messages, and the support in general has been very, very nice. So thank you, first of all. Um, this episode of the podcast is Alexia Minardo. When I, when I think... When I think of the major accomplishments in my brief career as a creative, I can fire off a top three. And Alexia is directly responsible, if not involved, in two of them. <laughs> uh, two-ish, yeah, two years ago, we um, submitted uh, a, a video. We worked together um, on a video submission for the Buff Bunny model search, and she won. <laughs> uh, we... We went down to San Antonio together, paid a visit to Heidi Summers herself, did a whole vlog about it, which you can watch on her YouTube channel, <laughs> uh, produced by yours truly. Uh, but yeah, uh, weird times, crazy times. Um, from, uh, from from the moment we met, I, I immediately got the feeling that this person was going to play a big part in building my future, and she absolutely has in ways that I had no idea were even on the way. Um, she's, uh, she is on the podcast today to spread the message of her own company, I Empower Movement, which she is making tremendous progress with. Uh, you'll, you'll hear on the show that she and I kind of started to catch our strides, you know, at the same time, around about the same time. We also met at that time. So our growth in our own world has been very closely connected and I'm so happy to see how far we've both come in, both in our own rights as well as together. So, um, yeah, so enjoy the episode. Uh, this was, as it always is with Alexia, a wonderful conversation about mental health and Alexia's practices and self-love, self-care, and everything that she advocates so wholeheartedly for. Just a, just, just an overall genuine, positive, and just infectiously energetic human being. If, um, if you are not a follower... I highly recommend it. Um, you can find links to all of Alexia's socials, including Instagram, TikTok, her company, I Empower Movement, and whatever else I can think of. YouTube, too. Yeah, that too. Uh, it'll all be in the description. Um, so enjoy this episode number three with one of my lifetime favorites, Alexia Monardo. Wow, I think I nailed that intro. Okay, okay, I'm, le- I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Like, Lean in. Hello? Yeah, that's good, actually. Okay. Or you can, like, pick it up, too. Oh. Am I? Hmm. <laughs> All right. I think we're set to go, so. How are you? I'm good. It's so <laughs> nice to see you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, there's been a few changes since the last time you were here. Yeah. We're at the window now. I don't know if yeah. you know, there's, like, a, it's, it's not super, super different. We just, like, I knew, like, I always knew that, like, like in this place, because before the couch is like pressed up against here, and then yeah. behind here was just kind of dead space. Yeah, you can use the space and I always so much like, better now. Yeah, I always think like these windows, they want to be sat at and enjoyed. So yeah. I'm like, I figure out a way somehow. It's like I always wanted like my desk to be at the window, but like it never worked. Also, there's like two desks, but I really like it. It's very like cozy and quaint in here, and I love your plants so much. Oh, your cat. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is she gonna eat you me? I have to keep her away. Is she gonna like pounce? No. No, no, she won't. <laughs> Sorry. No, she'll be Such she a just, chicken. She just wants to smell you. Yeah, she's not. She's getting better with people. Did you ever have pets growing up? Or? Yes, I did. Did you? Um, I used to have a crazy cat named Mickey, and <laughs> that was the first pet I remember. But this cat was insane. Like it would come running around the corner and then like pounce and jump on you and scratch you. <laughs> oh my God. So that's where my fear of cats started. 
initially. Um, yeah, ours is a ours is a rescue. Like, uh, did I ever tell you the story about how? No, I don't think so. <laughs> when I was when I was eighteen, I was working at a Canadian Tire, like in between the warehouse and uh, and the and the store floor. I don't even know if my job really had a title, uh-huh. but like I was in between between the store floor and like um, merchandising. It was just kind of whatever they needed me to do, but. Uh, in the wintertime, the garden center is closed down and then it's just used for storage. Yeah. And so like it, it was, it had just closed. I think it was like, mm, it was getting to be November, I think. And uh, I was going into the garden center to get something. And then I, like I, I was walking through and then like this little kitten ran by me. I was like, oh. what the fuck is that? And then like, I went back in the store. I was just like, I found the first person I could find. I was just like, did you... T- there's there's kittens in the in the garden center like oh, oh yeah 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 the stray that because we had a stray that lived in our garden center he's like yeah the stray that lives in our garden center had kittens had yeah. a whole litter yeah I was like have you not seen them I was like no oh my god I was like I've been here every day for the last week that's nuts and they had been there apparently for like two three weeks and just nobody told me yeah and they're like yeah you want to go see them? and there's like a whole litter of these little kittens and uh it was a smaller litter I guess I don't know she probably wasn't that healthy the stray and she right. had a runt. So it was like half the size of all the other ones. Oh. And that's ours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So she was significantly smaller. Oh, tiny. Like I could fit her in like, I could hold her like this oh, in my hand. Oh, wow. That's so cute. Yeah, oh, like you have, saved her. I have pictures. <laughs> that's so cute. Yeah. And she grew, she grew up to be fine. She's a little bit weird. Like we have a theory that she might be like a little, little bit feral. Because we had to take her early. Right. We didn't really have a choice because um, it was, it was getting really cold and they were like gonna freeze to death soon so we had to we had to take them a little earlier i think you're supposed to wait like four six weeks or something six to eight weeks i think and i think we took her like right at the six mark right so it might have been like a touch too early but anyways that's, okay. our, that's my cat story i like your cat story and then after mickey for us was milo um, milo, milo was, was a rescue was another cat uh, no, Milo was our dog. Oh. Yeah, so he's was a Bichon Freeze. And oh, I feel like I remember. Yeah, he lived till eight, he was 18. Wow. So he had a nice long life, but Milo was apparently living with, a, oh, I believe, a woman that didn't take care of him very well. I think he was locked up in a basement most of his life. Oh. So then he was rescued by a family friend that we know. But she um, she was living in college, so she then couldn't really take care of him. And then her landlord didn't allow pets anymore. So we took him from her. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. Wacky puppy. I loved him so much. Uh, but yeah, oh, I love dogs in general. I want another one like right now. <laughs> do you Because I feel like uh, I've heard stories of, like people that when you get so attached to one mm-hmm. pet and then you lose it it's just like you, you have a hard time seeing yourself having another dog absolutely there's definitely a grieving period where you can't imagine at least for me where i couldn't imagine getting another one um but i definitely feel that that part of myself is healing and i i just think it's so nice to have um animal friends yeah it is because there's so many animals that need it's just love. Like having like pet energy absolutely <laughs> even though i think i feel like i might be like mildly allergic but my brother's allergic to cats like oh. brutally like he'll go to my aunt's house she has a cat and my aunt will clean everything put the cat away and he can still like his eyes just fill up with water not, not julian no christopher no. Oh, okay because yeah, yeah. julian's been here he never mentioned no that no, no 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 <laughs> <laughs> too funny no yeah <clears throat> anyways what have you been up to i haven't talked to you in a while 
Yeah, it's been a while. Oh my gosh. Um, I feel so. I've been teaching. I've been doing I Empower Movement at mm-hmm. Suwon uh, International Academy. Um, I finished the semester there, so I taught a full semester of the Grade Nine Dance, which was very exciting. I loved my students. So six students from Beijing, China. Oh wow! Yeah, and teaching them dance was incredible. They were all non-dancers. Actually, one of them was a a bit of a break dancer. He took some breaking classes um, in Beijing, but uh, they were all pretty fresh and and new to dance. So I was really happy to share my craft with them. (laughs) And um, they're all ESL students. So it was very interesting having a slight language barrier. Mm. And I didn't realize that it would affect things, but I think it made me a better instructor. Um, it, It was good to remind me to slow things down to speak slower it was it was a good learning curve for me and they taught me a lot but i also feel like like movement is a universal language yes it is i I never got to experience it with dance but like you can see it right like people that don't if you ever watch people who don't necessarily speak the same language if you if you just watch them start dancing together Mm -hmm. and you start vibing off of each other yeah you can see them communicating that's right and yeah i mean like it's the same thing like uh when i've 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 been in gyms in other countries Mm -hmm. and then you just kind of like you don't like make friends with people but like you just you can kind of you can kind of and through eye contact and whatnot yeah Yeah, you just you can you can you can connect over movement and that's what's so beautiful about movement it is such a universal language but i did have to teach lessons like on dance history and dance theater and anatomy and that's where where i saw more of a difference um with the language barrier but it was it was wonderful they're such intelligent kids and uh they worked really really hard so they did well on their exams and tests and everything and I was super proud. <laughs> they all choreographed dance pieces for their final assignment and they shocked themselves and I had like a beautiful aha moment of wow, like I I helped craft that. Right. Like I gave them the tools and they flourished. Mm-hmm. And that's such a sweet feeling to know that they'll take movement with them the rest of their lives hopefully i I hope i gave them some (laughs) some little gems to take with them so let's talk about like what uh, what it is your so you you're uh the name of your uh, company you're calling it yeah Yeah. i am i am power i am power movement yes yeah so what what is so let's for the for the viewers the the viewers the the listeners at home (laughs) can what's what's the the quick uh rundown of what you're doing with it right now so right now i'm taking i am power movement into different schools into in toronto and um Basically, I teach movement classes to them, and it's a combination of stretching, yoga, meditation, uh, fitness, and dance. And I talk about mental health. So everything is based off of mental health and wellness and practicing um, a deeper awareness within yourself so that you can get a better grasp of what's going on inside your body and let your body intelligence um guide the way right was the idea always to to get it like into schools absolutely yeah absolutely um i really realized that i enjoy working with younger students because i think wellness is now so more popular among adults right um and and now the wellness culture is just growing as as 
mental health is being talked about more often, which is beautiful. It's really interesting, isn't it? How that's changed. Yes. It's very, very different from when we were it kids. It is. Yeah. But now I'm finding the most important thing is to get into the schools while the kids are young. The earlier yeah. they start their wellness journey and their mental health care journey, it, it's it's super important. Yeah, it's like anything else. It's like when you... Uh, those formative years are so important for determining the kind of person that you grow into being. Absolutely. And like the kinds of things that you ingrain into the subconscious of just like, cause you have to establish some sort of norm. Yes. And if you have, if you're, if your norm is established as, you know, caring for your mental health, then mm. later on you're not fighting against. Exactly. You know, like you're not fighting against what you were raised, which is like for, for, you know, for guys like me, it was always just like, shut your mouth, suck it up and keep moving. Exactly. And, and, and if, if you're raised thinking that's the norm, then you're later on in life, then you're, you're fighting against that. Mm-hmm. You have to, you first, you have to get past that barrier. It kind of puts you a step back for, yeah. for like self-care. But whereas if you start with the understanding that it's okay to discuss. That's right. And, and it's not, not only is it okay, it's important to care for your mental Absolutely. health. Absolutely. We're encouraging students to dive in deeper into what they're feeling. Yeah. I think the the common misconception about mental health or mental illness or when you're going through something is like cover it up with a Band-Aid, like put a smile on, be positive. And, and sometimes that's not that's that's not gonna work we need to honor like everything that's going on inside of us not just the good days we need to honor all parts of ourselves and every emotion that we feel because when we're honoring everything that we feel that part of ourself is being heard and I think sometimes when we feel difficult emotions, what we want to do is suppress them um, and pretend that they're not there. We just want because we want to feel happy. But when you actually take a moment to hear yourself, to listen to your body, to listen to that specific emotion where you're struggling, um, it tends to dissipate that feeling starts to go away at least for me i find when i when i let that voice be heard when i nurture that that sadness let's say it it starts to go away mm -hmm. and it's just a daily practice of diving in deeper to your emotions versus running away from them so for you is it like more of a maintenance thing of absolutely just like, absolutely i think maintaining our happiness is it needs to be done every day. I really realize that happiness, you don't stumble upon it. It's not an accident. I've noticed that we need to manifest our own happiness and create and craft it every day. So that means getting to know yourself better, knowing your triggers, knowing what works for you, knowing what doesn't, and then being proactive in your mental health. That's what I Empower Movement is. It's mm. being proactive in caring for your mental health versus leaving it and letting things get tangled up in your brain and your body and then you got to go in and hopefully it's not too late at that point which is me for anybody who knows me <laughs> and that's okay that's a lot of us that's yeah. a lot of us it's, it's a constant work in progress and i think it's so sometimes it's it's a beautiful thing to be in the midst of all of it sometimes that's how the greatest art is created through the struggles and and hard times of right. people's lives but the beautiful thing is it's never too late to start <laughs> because that's the that's the key then is like the maintenance because if anybody looks if anybody looks at your social media anywhere you're yes. just always this 
bubble of positivity and happiness and you're always got a huge smile on your face <laughs> and you're always like and you're always you know this high high level of energy there's and, a lot of maintenance that goes behind that yeah and that's what right. i like to share with my students mm. um i think it's so important to radiate the energy that you want to attract and that's the other thing that i've learned you if you want your life to go a certain way, you have to vibrate at that frequency with your energy so that you can attract that same energy back to you. Right. And it's nuts. Like the way the thoughts that you have in your head become your reality. So if you're thinking negative thoughts, more negative things will happen to you. Like and and if you keep thinking, hey, I'm I'm bad at this. I suck at that. I I have the worst friends. I have the worst people in my life. You're going to attract more of that negative energy to you because like attracts like. But if you want to see that your life changing, you have to change what's going on in your head first. It's just crazy because it sounds kind of hokey of just like it does sound hokey. It does, but it it it's it's true. It's true. It's true. Anybody like I I challenge anybody out there, try it. If you're somebody who just feels like you're just constantly just wading through the shit. Yeah. Just shift your mentality for a day. Yeah. Just look at everything differently. I'm just like that that you know job that you hate going to Mm -hmm. think about the life that it affords you. Yes. Or think about the opportunity that you had to get that job whereas other people don't. Absolutely. just think about things differently it's not so much i don't think it's 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 so much that that you you uh you you think good things or you feel good things and then good things happen to you no. it's just that the same shit is happening to you you're just reacting to it differently absolutely so when you <clears throat> When something, you know, let's say, quote unquote, bad happens, mm-hmm. you can't control what's happening to you. You can nope. only control how you react to it. Absolutely. And that's kind of everything. Yeah. And, you know, whether whether something is or isn't a good thing is up to you. Mm-hmm. And that's where the whole that's why it sounds kind of hokey to say, like, <laughs> you know, if you if you radiate a certain type of energy, you'll attract it more. But no, it's not it's not that you're forcing things to happen. It's just that you're you're looking at everything differently. But also in terms of attracting that. So there isn't there is an aspect to that. There too. is because energy and does attract energy with people. Yeah. So if there's oh, we yeah, tend yeah, we true. tend to gravitate towards mm-hmm. people that we admire because they radiate a specific energy, a specific well, so true, yeah. a specific confidence. Yeah. So in terms of people and that energy exchange, like that's why we're friends with certain people and mm-hmm. that's why we don't blend with other people. That doesn't mean that the other person is bad or or wrong. It's just not the same energy that you like to yeah. radiate at or to live at. Um but I think people is the best way to explain energy. Yeah, yeah I think so. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you automatically know it. Like even with social media accounts, you got to be so careful with that. Like it's not like taking care of your mental health isn't just like the thoughts you're thinking in your head. It's everything you're consuming um, to the food you eat, to what you're watching on TV, to the accounts that you follow. Yeah. Everything is going into our subconscious. Everything you're absorbing it and then you're becoming it and and people are just so asleep on that and mm-hmm. i just i've taken such a strong stance on my boundaries of what i do allow into my life and what i don't and on in terms of my social media and what i follow um because you never realize a lot of the time we end up scrolling on our phones right yeah me me <laughs> right yeah. and most of us so 
if I'm scrolling and then I'm constantly seeing negativity on my feed or, or posts that just don't align with me or my sense of humor or something that is a personal trigger for me, I know like, hey, that's going to put me in a mood. That's going to shift my energy, my mood. So I'm just going to do everything in my power to censor that. I think it's our responsibility mm. to protect our happiness and protect our mental health. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that you're not a bad person if you have to unfollow someone because their yeah. content doesn't align with you. Like I take no offense and it's taken me a long time to get here to take no offense in if people that I know from high school or let's say family, if they don't like my content, if for some reason I'm a trigger for someone. Which I, I don't know why. Oh, I hope not. But like if for some <laughs> reason I, I would encourage them to unfollow me. Mm. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. about putting the ego aside yeah. and realizing like, hey, this is good for my mental health and this isn't good for my mental health. Yeah, I think part of that comes with age too. It does. Yeah, like when you when you when you start to get older, you start to understand yourself a little bit more. Yeah. Just because like when you're when when you're younger, uh <clears throat> it's like the end of the world when people don't like you. And then you're mm -hmm. just gonna you're just gonna bang your head against the wall, just like why don't they like me? Why don't they like me? Instead of uh, okay, they don't like me. Who can I find that does like me? Exactly. Which is, it, it might be a little bit tougher when you're a kid just because your, your life is kind of governed by, yeah. you know, school and going home. But like when, when, when you get older and you have more freedom to, to pick your circle, it's mm -hmm. so important to do that. Like that was something that like, at, you know, I only really started taking seriously in the last few years. But the people that you, it's, it sound, it's so annoying to even say it just because everybody, you, you hear it a million times. But the people you surround yourself, that's the kind of person that you become. That's right. They say the, the top five people that you spend your time with. And it's so true. Yeah. I really um, want to take this live on TikTok. Are you yeah, okay yeah, with right. that? I'm going to set this up. Sorry. In my little plant jungle. People can see what we're... <laughs> I love it. We'll only go live for a little bit. We don't even know what's going to happen. Do but... it. Bonus points to anybody who uh, finds Alexia <laughs> on TikTok and syncs the audio from the video. Oh, like, no. as... <laughs> Nobody's going to do that. Please don't do okay, that. How do I... Sorry, Kev. One second. I just like recently started TikTok. Did you? And all of my... It's just like, like when I got on TikTok, I was just like, I'm just going to post some bullshit. <laughs> Like oh it's just gosh. like all straight chickens. <laughs> I might do something with it properly eventually, but I'm just like, I don't want to start over, like trying to build a following. And <clears throat> I mean, because I don't even have much of a following anyways, but on TikTok. You're it's gonna so, grow it. It's so random. Like the first thing I posted on TikTok was just like this bullshit shit post from my office. <laughs> like I'm just like <laughs> by myself and I'm using one of the one of the TikTok audios. And then out of nowhere it just blew up. Like I That's crazy. It got like I got like a thousand views in like two hours. I got like a whole bunch of comments and like a whole bunch of followers. Yeah, people are. It's so weird. Maybe I should put us. I don't know where I should put us. Like plant. Oh. No. No. I don't know. Maybe I should put us farther. You want to? Oh, here. Maybe there somewhere. I'll mount you up here. Can we? Is that good? You're just going to see the. The other way? Yeah. You're just going to see the back of my head. <laughs> it's so dark. It's the meat. It's because we're against the window. I know. <laughs> Too funny. It's <laughs> like a whole bunch of dead air on that. Does that work? There we go. I think that works. Yeah, it's fine. A little bunch of dead air. <laughs> it's fine. I don't even know. 
on the yeah. So we're, saying, <laughs> so we're talking about. Um, I pro- I'm probably gonna cut out some of that, <laughs> but yeah, we're no, so fine. we're just talking about. Um, yeah, we're just talking about like building that circle around you, right? Like it's just I, I heard yeah. it. I heard it a whole bunch. Um, it's so weird. Like the, I, I started hearing it from fitness YouTubers, which is like you know the people that you surround yourself with. Yeah, those are the people that you really you know like you have to you have to be very mindful of those people that you keep around you and like back to what i was saying before like when you're a kid and you're just forcing this you're, you're trying to force your way into a, a a circle of people that you know just don't you know they're they, they want nothing to do with you you don't yeah. want anything to do with them but like they're like the cooler kids or whatever it is and so you just you try to change yourself uh-huh. to fit them rather than changing you know the people that are around you which i, I get it it's hard to do when you're young but I mean, I would, I would like to think if you're listening to this, you're probably old enough. To yeah, even, exactly. You can find your own circle. So that you, that's one thing that you got to really you got to really look at. Right. Yeah. Those people that you surround yourself. With. And like even as a kid, though, you can feel the friction like you can feel the that resistance in in yourself. And, and you don't know why you feel that way. You can't detect why you feel that like imbalance and it just doesn't feel right but your body knows and that's what i'm saying with diving into your body listening to your body Mm -hmm. knowledge and your gut and that's another goal with i empower movement is getting students to go deeper into their gut and their intuition with decisions that they make in life because i think a lot of the time we try and ignore that gut instinct but it knows Mm -hmm. you cannot mess with your gut. Like, you know, I was friends with a few people for a few years actually. And only recently we had a falling out and I always, I always dislike when that happens because it's sad because you want things to work out with people, but you still have to honor what's going on. Like if a friendship isn't, if it's going stale or if it's not working or something's not aligning, you have to move forward and grow and that's okay. Um, But yeah, so going back to like who you surround yourself with, you become, there was one determining factor was like I was hanging out with these girls and you know, I love the gym. I'm very active. I'm always dancing, moving, yogaing, meditating, doing whatever I can. Um, and we had planned to do a workout together and I showed up to train them because they asked me to train them. And, and then I got there and they were just like, oh yeah, like, they, they were just like kind of eating Cheetos and and they were like, can we not work out? <laughs> and then it actually, the the lazy part in me, because we all have, oh, we all have right, our sides yeah, yeah. of ourselves. Like I'm not perfect. I have my, I there's days when I want to be lazy, but it allowed me to be there. It took me down a level. Like it made me succumb to those weaker emotions Mm. that I have. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, yeah, let's not work out. Mm. But do you know what I'm saying? You want to hang out with people and surround yourself with people that challenge you and and raise the bar with you and and push you and inspire you because you want to become more like that exactly that's exactly what it is it's like when you if you can somehow insert yourself 
into into a group or a network of people that yeah are doing all the things that you want to do yeah first of all it shows you that it's possible because they're just real people that's right and second of all if you're if that's all you see it challenges you if you give everybody around you is kind of just sitting around and just not doing anything just kind yeah. of posting you're gonna you're gonna be inclined to do the same thing because absolutely that's, that's the norm and yeah because it's okay if you have yeah. people that are constantly in debt or or constantly spending money or eating out you're naturally going to do that if you're constantly surrounded by people that drink all the time yeah. you're going to be surrounded by that and and it's okay to do those things once in a while you got to enjoy life but you also got to listen to yourself you have to listen to what is aligning with you and what isn't yeah yeah so the, like yeah that was a, a big thing like in the last few years that i that i've changed a lot personally yeah is getting it's you know putting people around me and i didn't i don't even feel like i did this on purpose i, I don't even know how it happened really but you know you know putting myself next to people like you people oh. like people <laughs> <Thank> like you. <laughs> and people like you know people that are, are people that are you know trying to do things on their own and trying to start things and trying to create things and, yeah, and not likewise first of all not trying to keep themselves just busy no and busy doesn't mean exactly. happy or successful yeah. or productive yeah people that are just trying to the, the one thing that i that i've completely tried to just eliminate from my life entirely is just killing time yeah i i don't ever want to feel like i'm just killing time no. i, I want to feel like i'm using every minute of my day absolutely and uh i mean it, it it's it's a little bit of a double-edged sword because uh it's it's good in a lot of ways because it it keeps me moving and it keeps me creative and it keeps me mm-hmm. it keeps me working yeah but uh also it's it's hard to find the balance of like okay what's too much because also i don't know if you feel this too i i've, I've talked to a few people about this and we kind of share this sentiment of just when you're when you're constantly on the move and you're constantly doing things and then you get some downtime it's almost like it's almost difficult to enjoy it because the entire yeah. time you, there's just that underlying anxiety of just like, okay, but I could be doing, what, what am I missing? What am I not doing? Or like, what am I, you just feel like when you stop moving, all of a sudden you just feels anxious because you just feel like I should be doing something. I, I should be. I know. And it's so, and that's, it's so important to implement active, active rest yeah. into your, into your schedule. And it's quite an art to actually do because working with that guilt like you you're not actually resting if you feel guilty about it yeah yeah do you know true. what i'm saying your it's mind so is still racing and yeah. that's where meditation comes into play mm. and i know that meditation is a bit of a foreign concept to a lot of people and it still sounds a little hippy dippy to a lot of people and they're like oh like kind of whatever but really, it's like meditation is the ability to take a rest. Have you heard of, um, uh, I know it's called TM. I think it's Transcendental Meditation. Have you ever heard of that? That sounds familiar. It's something that I've, I've heard the, uh, people talk about on other podcasts. They talk about it casually. It just, But like apparently a lot of people are doing it. Where yeah. It just, I, I haven't looked into it a whole lot yet. But it, it's just, it's not something that you have to set. You know, it's just 20 minutes of your day. Yeah. There's, uh, you can do guided meditations. That's right. You and can, that's what we do in my classes. And I think the hardest thing with meditation is people feel like they're doing it wrong or, or it's not for them. But that's the beautiful thing. There's no right way you know how all of our minds are completely unique yeah. so that means that we each need to uniquely find a way to meditate that works for us but 
basically the easiest way I can explain it to you is think about you have a machine, like let's say your stove or your microwave. And our brain basically works the same way. So if you turn that microwave on, you just put it on all day. Mm. What is going to happen to the microwave? Oh, (laughs) what's going to happen? I mean, it's like roughly like what it would explode. It would break. Probably exude all kinds of. (laughs) Exactly. And our minds are exactly the same as that. Mm -hmm. So our mind needs an opportunity to rest because it goes into overload. We have so many thoughts coming into our brain a day. Mm-hmm. So we need to actually take a second to allow that to shut off. And the only other time we really get to do that is when we sleep. Right. So you don't even need to meditate for 20 minutes. You can take that five minutes or one minute. There's one minute meditations where you can just literally, all you have to do is close your eyes and work from the top of your head down to the tips of your toes and tell each body part to relax. Mm. And just focus on your breathing and expanding your lungs and collapsing your lungs and focusing on that. Or you can focus on, uh, let's say, looking at a plant and taking <laughs> taking in the color of the plant, the smell of the plant, how the plant feels, mm, but not diving into thoughts about the plant or what you would do with the plant. You just oh. simply want to sit there and be present. Mm, so I meditation see. allows us to be present. Mm. And Essentially, happiness and gratitude lies in the present moment. So meditation allows us to open a floodgate of so much mental power and mental strength. Mm -hmm. It's true. It really does. I think it also becomes a lot more important for people, people like us, if you have very busy minds. Very. Oh, my gosh. Super active, creative minds. minds. Yeah. It's just it's hard to turn it off. Yeah. And unless you actively do it, it just won't shut off. If you just let it go, it'll just go and go and go. I'm even finding like now being on TikTok. Hey, TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We got viewers. Oh my God, we got you got viewers. How many many viewers do we have? Where do you see the number? It's in the top corner. Hi. (laughs) I just see join, 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 join. But yeah, so. I find it fun. It's really fun having a creative mind. I love being an artist because every time I'm listening to music or I hear a spoken word or I see someone else creating or or even like being on the street, anything I see, I feel like my brain turns it into art. Mm. Some way, shape, or form, it turns it into how can I create this? How can it's like this fun little game I play in oh, my I head? Yeah, Do yeah. you get that? Yeah, yeah. I it's for me it's different because <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. But like when I see, uh, you know, it's hard to explain. But it's like if, if there's like a certain if I was just walking into this room and I saw this alcove and I'd never seen it before. Yeah, I'd be seeing it as a scene in a movie. <laughs> exactly. I'd be seeing like a camera uh, like a camera movement. Honestly, you're one of. The most incredible, and I will say that, the most incredible filmmakers that I have (laughs) witnessed and worked with. And if people have not worked with you, they are sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they are sleeping. And the day that you explode, I'm going to be there. (laughs) Like, I, and I'm going to say, I knew it from the start because I, your work is just... It transports you to another world. You are so great at what you do. You're so fantastic at storytelling and your creations need to be shared with more people because you really do a great job at bringing out the essence of what artists are trying to say. 
Oh. You make me cry with this. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. That's the first thing when I when I met you and I saw your work, like it was just your your videography is so stunning. It's it's beautiful oh, to you. look at, and especially when you take your higher shots with your drones. <laughs> oh my nice. gosh! Like people need to check out your work because even your video from Greece. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a long time ago. And Nicole, your your wonderful girlfriend, is in it, and it's just so stunning to see you capture those very real raw moments, and they just look like they're out of a movie. And I'm like, wow, this guy is so talented. And I'm just so excited to see your work out there and growing. Well, thank you. Oh, I, I don't know if a lot of people know too, but like when you and I met, I was very much at the very, very beginning. I, I like can't I had, even believe that. It's I had so nothing, exciting. I, I had nothing really, you know, I, I'd done a few things, but like at that point, I think I was mostly, uh, any, well, anything that I was doing that wasn't personal, it was uh, all like powerlifting and there's a lot of fitness right and everything else was just per- like you know that, this is when i used to just walk around with the camera all the time stuck. <laughs> sorry <laughs> i don't do that anymore but um just because it's just so cumbersome but like yeah. I, yeah i used to do that all just walk around with the camera everywhere and just look for things to shoot mm-hmm. and that's all you had to go off <laughs> that's the only thing that you bit and then yeah but i love how that was just like you playing around and just starting off but to me those were i don't know it was just the beginning of something so beautiful to me i didn't look like you were a beginner it didn't look like you were a rookie that's the quality of your work that i'm talking about it's clean it's beautiful it's crisp it's the way you transition through shots like everything just seems top notch and i think that says a lot about your work if if that was you just starting out can you imagine where you're going to be 10 years, five years from now, 10 years from now. Come on. Come on, Kevin. (laughs) You're going to be shooting for some big companies. And And if they don't, that's their loss because I will take you with me wherever I go. And you have, you have. Like people, uh, if you've been following me at all, this is something that uh, um, anybody who finds out, if if people know me or people meet me for the first time and then they start to look through uh, everything that I do, it comes up a lot. Like a lot of people will comment. It's like, oh, who's that one girl you always work with? Really? Like, they actually ask? Yeah, people ask about you. <gasps> oh my gosh. A lot of people do because they see you all the time on my on my time. <laughs> You're just all over the place. And they're just like, they're just like who, yeah, who is that? I was like, I, I mean, just friend. And like, yeah. we just work together a lot. And, yeah. But like, yeah, we've, we've done a lot together. Like uh, just have. starting, like the first thing we did together was just, I don't know. Like, Promo for my I Empower. Yeah, and you were start. You were just. I was just. I just started. Like I, it was just a concept in my mind, and I, I feel now that I look back, I, I just like shared my ideas with you. You were a stranger to me, and I just, I kind of poured it all out to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. And I wasn't even sure if it would work, and you helped me start building the foundation for my company, which I'm so grateful for. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see you see you grow it and change and Yeah. Cuz like I feel like for the two of us kind of like started, we kind of have like a similar starting point. Yes. And then so we kind of been in the shit together the whole time. Yes. We have. I yeah, I feel like you have seen so many sides of me and that's what I love. It's like you're one of my closest guy friends. I could genuinely say that, but I I just feel so comfortable shooting with you all the time. I I, I know I can be myself. I know I can mess up around you and I, I allow myself to just 
make mistakes and and do it confidently around you and not care. And you've allowed me to grow. You've really provided a safe space for me as an artist um, to do my work. And it, it's every time I collaborate with you, it's been a fun time. Well, I think it's the same for me. I mean, you're you're always very open to 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 my ideas and, and direction. And like you know, I I've messed up a lot too. Funny, it's human, like we're human. That's part of, but that's part of growing, though. Mm -hmm. That's another thing I always talk about with my students. We're always so afraid to fail, and we're so embarrassed when we mess up, or we're so embarrassed to start something new, or be a beginner, be bad at something. Yes, yeah, but guys, like that's the essence of growth. That is how you become who you're meant to be. Yeah, you got to suck at something before you're good at it. You have to suck and fail at at things a thousand times. Like, how did Kobe get so? fantastic he failed a thousand more times than yeah. everyone else he didn't start off as kobe bryant he was, exactly you know, he started off and that's when he when, sucked the first time kobe bryant picked up a, a basketball he was garbage yeah like let's all let's all be honest that's crazy to know that when you really when it comes down to it success is built off of multiple failures and just continual yeah. effort yeah. and they say that hard work goes a lot farther than talent because when talent doesn't work hard mm-hmm. the, the person yeah, that yeah. does work hard steps in mm-hmm. and keeps going for it and keeps failing at it and i think that's the beauty and 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 success comes in just showing up every day yeah. Regardless of if you feel like it or how shitty you were the day before, doesn't matter. You just got to keep showing up. Yeah, it's something I've talked about on the podcast before. Just the like there, there's a really real like the the whole fear of looking bad. I know. Just gets in the way of a lot of people. It does. It yeah. has for me a lot. That's a really big thing with me, and it's it's a fight every time. But I just have to kind of. That's where the discipline comes in, where you just yes. have to talk to yourself and say, like, okay, yes, you you might suck, you might suck, but you might be good. Mm-hmm. And if you do suck, you can do it again. Absolutely. Right. And you're gonna do it better when you do it exactly. again. Exactly. But if you don't. If you don't try it, if you don't start, you'll never know. And you'll, you're will you definitely not going to get any yeah. better if you don't do it. I started realizing that I'm getting better at not caring what people think as much. Yeah. Because. <laughs> I think at this stage in your life, though, like you, I just, I feel like what do you have left to prove, you know? Yeah, like I'm like, everyone like knows basically like what I can do or whatnot. You've either decided if you're, if you, if you're if you like me or not at this point. And I guess it really doesn't matter if you do or don't. Like I still surround myself with people that love me and accept me and, and are my fans and are my closest supporters. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's who you should surround yourself with. Yeah, and absolutely. as long as you have those close people in your life, like keep them close. And, uh, and that's, I don't know. <laughs> I kind of lost my train of thought there. <laughs> it's true though. I mean, you, you definitely have to, you definitely have to stop caring about the things that you can't control yeah and you have to be okay with sucking at something and you have to be okay with people not liking you or your work yeah yeah. you have to be so okay with it and not get offended by it because we're all entitled to our own opinion right like some people are gonna love one movie another person's gonna say that's the worst movie in the world and that's okay because everyone's entitled about their own opinion and the best piece of advice um, someone gave me was someone else's opinion of opinion of you does not matter, right? And it's not none of you. your business. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is none. Like someone's opinion of me is none of my business, right? 
But I feel like this is this is also why like it was so nice when Instagram took the likes off. Yeah. They need to do that everywhere. It was just such a load off of my attention. I know. I, when, they, when they first started talking, because I never even thought about that whole idea. Because, like, it's another thing of just, like, every time when I post something, I have that anxiety of just, like, okay, I don't care personally if, if I don't get a ton of likes. But it just, it looks bad on me if something has, like, a low number of views, low number of likes. And then it just looks like. Well, yeah, because so many people measure someone's worth by but half numbers, of that is just, which is so. Yeah, but like it, and like the views and the likes, it's so happenstance. Like, I mean, half yeah. the people are just like, if you scroll, if you happen to have your phone open and you scroll past it, oh, there's a view. But yeah. like they didn't really watch it. I know. And some people, you know, some people are just, they just, they're friends of yours. They see your name pop up and they'll like it. Yes. And that that's just uh, you kind of just collecting numbers at that point it's I know. just so then for me like I, it I, you have to figure out the metric by which you measure whether or not you like something or whether or not something did well yeah quote unquote so for me as long as i like what i'm putting out that's right as long as your own work makes you happy yeah that's the most important thing like i've so even being on tiktok like i'm a new tiktoker and it's fun and i really realize that hey like it's a booming platform right now if you're not on it i suggest you get on it if you are a gary v follower he talks about this so much it's because there's so many people on the platform right now there's billions of people on tiktok so that's billions of chances to get your work seen to get whatever you're trying to do whatever you're trying to promote say grow there's a more chances of people seeing it on tiktok right now than on instagram TikTok is crazy. <laughs> TikTok is crazy. And but you know what? I said to myself, you know, I'm going to do this hopefully to grow I empower, hopefully to spread awareness about mental health, um mental health maintenance and and you know, self-discovery and self-awareness and really trying to tap into your full potential and and grow as a creator and a human being and and build a beautiful life that you're mm-hmm. happy with. Um and I, I think hopefully TikTok will be a nice, fun platform to to do that or to start building something. But like I said, I'm only doing this if I am committed to having fun. Yes, that's on the that's platform. Very, very important. It's I very, said very important. I'm only going to do this if yeah. I commit to having fun. The moment I start taking it too seriously. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I like a lot of the videos that I'm starting to make. I crack myself up. They're probably not funny at all. Um, <laughs> but I enjoy them. And I don't even care if, if they don't get views or likes or whatnot. I'm having fun yeah. creating them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Yeah. But that's also another thing that comes with age is just not caring. Yeah. Because you realize how, like, it's pretty, it's pretty rare now to find something that is genuinely fun to you. I know. Everyone's so desensitized to everything because everyone's always looking for like the next best thing. Yeah. Right? Like bigger this, more money, more clothes, more shoes. Like it's so hard to entertain yourself. Even like crazy entertaining videos 
aren't even that entertaining anymore. Like people doing backflips off of buildings because so everyone's normal. trying to one up the yeah. other person. And yeah, it's so it's so normal. it's so normal that you can't even entertain people anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so when you find something that's genuinely you have a good time doing, you have to really, really hang on to that. Exactly. And like you know, sometimes people like. Because like I, I get it from like from an outside perspective, it looks like I do a lot of stuff, but like and I I do kind of I stay yeah, busy, you're a busy but guy. I stay busy, but everything that I'm doing, I actively try to make sure that you know. And I lost this for a little bit in the last year, which we can talk about. But uh, now I my focus is solely on things that I uh, <clears throat> I find fun. Yeah. And things that I like making, things that I like doing. Absolutely. And things that are going to challenge me creatively. And yeah, it's just, and when, when you find something that's fun, it's not hard to spend hours and hours and hours on it. No, exactly. You can, you can blow a whole day on something and not feel bad about it if you had fun. Yeah. Like if you're working on something that like, it might, it might be good, you know, it might be good for a career. It might be good for, you know, it might look good on the outside, mm -hmm. but if you're not having fun doing it, that eight hours you spent on it is going to be the most miserable eight hours of your life. Yeah. Whereas if you're doing something that's really fun to you, something you've always wanted to do and something you're just having a blast doing, those eight hours are just nothing. <laughs> Yeah, I, and I've learned <clears throat> I ha, being on TikTok, it's opened this new part of myself or not not a new part of myself. It's a part that I know has always been inside of me, but I'm I'm trying newer things. I'm stepping out of my comfort zone mm -hmm. because I've allowed myself to have fun yeah. and not take it so seriously. Yeah. But in that, I've been practicing skills that I haven't worked on in a long time. Like when I went to Ryerson, so I went to Ryerson University to get my Bachelor of Fine Arts in dance. So dance was our main focus for our training. However, they did prepare us to sing and to act as well. Oh, wow. So we did have acting and singing classes. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and I thoroughly enjoyed acting. I oh. did. So we had to perform monologues in front of our classmates and, mm -hmm. and whatnot. And at the time, I was terrified. But um, in fourth year, one of my friends was taking a production course, and she had to put on a 10-minute play. And she asked me to be in it, mm. just me and another person. And I was like, uh, wait, <laughs> I have to memorize lines. What? Like, I can't, I don't even know if I can do that. And she showed me the script and it was huge. And I was like, I don't even know if I can do that. And then lo and behold, I learned all the lines and I did the play just speaking like it was not dancing mm. and I loved it and I enjoyed it. But after graduating, it's been years since I graduated. So I, I kind of forgot about that. But now being on TikTok, it's giving me this this fun little way of little working outlet. on my acting mm -hmm. as well. Um, another outlet. And I'm, I've been doing these little skits of like experiences I've had at yeah. the restaurant because I used to serve at a restaurant for 10 years. Um, so I've just kind of been putting a light spin on some mild harassment that's happened to me at work <laughs> yeah, as a yeah, female yeah. over the years. I'm sure a lot of other people and females. It's, it seems highly relatable. Not to me. Well, yeah, it happens I, I can see it. more often than <laughs> you think. Sure, so yeah. I do like this old man voice. Yeah. Um, and I get quite a kick out of it. I don't know. <laughs> and you know what? They actually seem 
to enjoy it. That content seems to be doing better than most of my other content. But uh, yeah, so if people follow you on TikTok. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, I mean, there, it, it, earlier stuff is, is a lot of like positive reinforcement and like yeah. uplifting messages. And yeah, and now you're starting to start on like these little skits. Yeah, I'm just little... I'm I'm going with the flow of it. Yeah, I'm allowing whatever is going to happen to happen. And I'm, I'm really enjoying putting out different sides of myself and I don't I don't want to just stay in one category. I know they say it's really important to stay very niche. Yes, yes you have to stay niche, but I don't want to stay too niche to the point where like I yeah. only create one type of skit and that's the only skit I do because you know what? That's not authentic to who I am. No. Yeah. I'm not just going to conform to a platform in hopes to just get viral by yeah. doing one one itty bitty thing. Like I'm committing to being on a platform to share who I am and what my voice and message is. If people wanna be my friend and <laughs> like that, cool. If not, oh well, I will keep doing my thing anyways. I think that's the right attitude. Aw, thanks. And like I, I talked about this too on, on, another, on one of the other earlier podcasts, but uh, th the idea of being somebody who's process oriented and somebody who's goal oriented. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> if you're going to look at something like how you would approach something like a like a social media platform like me I've had you know when people find out like oh I'm a freelance video producer and photographer yeah. then they have like a million things that you like oh are you doing this are you doing this are you doing this and they're going to fire off a whole bunch of things that you're doing wrong and like yeah uh, and they're like, you have to do this. You have to, you have to plan your grid out. You have to, you have to do weddings. You have to do these things. And I'm like, actually, I don't. Exactly. Uh, actually, I love that you said that. Actually, I, 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 I can just kind of do whatever I feel like. Mm -hmm. And if I'm strictly f only focused, because I've never been like a particularly goal oriented person. Um, so if I, you know, if I, if I was, if my only uh, motivation is I want to be a, a you know, a, a busy, wealthy uh, video producer, then sure, I know that there's 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 pretty time tested avenues of getting there, but yeah. they don't sound like fun to me. Exactly. And that's so important that you said that because in life, when you do anything, I would strongly encourage people to do it in your way. Yes. You have yes. to do things in yeah. your way. Like the gym, for example. Mm -hmm. When I was younger, I always thought of working out as running. For some reason, in my mind, <laughs> yeah. I thought, okay. Same. I'm no, like same on a treadmill, too. the runners, mm -hmm. the sweaters, like they got to be like almost throwing up. Like that's fitness. That's mm -hmm. fit. Yeah. And learning that that's not all fitness is, that's not the one way, that's not the only way, is the most liberating feeling in the world. Yeah. And you can apply that to anything that you're doing in life. You do not have to do it someone else's way. You have to do it your special way. You have to make it your special little routine mm -hmm. and and take the pre-workouts that you like taking and yeah. wear the clothing that you like wearing and and just bring your individuality into the world because the world doesn't need another copy of you know your favorite youtuber yeah. Yeah. they're them they're special for being them yeah. you are special for being you yeah and that's again with i empower that's what i do i try yeah. and tell students 
if I've, I've there's such sweethearts. I've had students like message me and, and they're so sweet and they'll be like, oh, miss, you're so sweet. I want to be just like you. And I'm like, thank you so much. But I want you to be just like you yeah. because you have so much untapped potential that I'm just dying for you to unleash. Mm-hmm. And if I could give you any tool to be a fraction of a part of your journey in growth, that makes me happy. Like that is the most satisfying feeling in the world mm. to give someone else that gift of becoming more of themselves. Yeah. So one thing, one thing that like really bums me out is like the pe- there's so many people now. Ever since the, like fitness on YouTube became so so popular, everybody's trying to become a, a an influencer now. I know. And it's like they're they're just they're doing all these things that you know. I know that that's not. I know that you don't actually want to to post that thing. I know, I know. that you don't want to you don't want to you know use that product. I just know that you're you're doing that because you want somebody to see it. Yes. You want somebody to, to repost yeah. it. You want somebody, you want more people to follow you and then you want to become one of those influencers. But the process of how you get there was not enjoyable. So then why would the outcome be something that you enjoy? Yeah. And it's really hard to like everyone wants this concept of like fame and fortune and like going viral. It's like that's fantastic. But like, what is your purpose? Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do with your platform should you get there? Because I don't think people realize the responsibility that they have. At least I feel that way. I think when you do go viral, that is a massive opportunity for being a great influence on the world Mm -hmm. in a beautiful way. And, And people, some people don't take that responsibility in a good way, I find. And it's it's so sad to see like a lot of negativity spread online through people that are super viral and they don't even realize like how many young kids Oh yeah, yeah. I, that see, I know what you're saying. Look yeah. up to them. Yeah. And things they say where I'm just like <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but I mean at the same time, like no offense, like no offense to them. They need to be authentic to who they are. And I get it. I just it's so hard having so many young kids on social media. For yeah. me, my brain, I just want to protect them. Mm-hmm. That's where my brain goes. And I know that we can't protect kids from everything that they need to learn. They need to grow. That is how they change. But I just know that with great power comes great responsibility. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man. And uh, we just, I think we have a responsibility, especially being older, um, to use our voice in, in a healthy way to help our youth uh, grow. Yeah, I think ultimately all you can really do is kind of try to guide them in the right direction, but they kind of ultimately have, everybody has to find themselves. I know. And so, I mean, fitness is a really good, like, microcosm for a lot of issues i find with like maybe that's just me being a meathead but no. <laughs> i mean one of the bigger things that i realized you can listen to because everybody's going to want to give you advice like of what course. i'm saying like with with uh you know when, when people find out that i i do what i do it was the exact same thing when i was new to the gym everybody told me you have to you have to get a coach you have to get a diet plan you have to you have to not take these supplements you have to only take these you have to oh do all gosh. these things and what you kind of learn is that you can you can you can listen to listen to everything, but follow only what makes sense to you. That's a great point. 
So listen to yeah. Yeah, I, I don't love think that. it's I don't think it's necessarily uh, constructive to to just shut <laughs> out opinions that don't no. align with yours. You should definitely listen to them. Absolutely, it doesn't mean you have to follow what they say. You can listen to them, and that helps you formulate a stronger argument against it. Of course. So I, I think you need to yeah listen to everything. Follow what makes sense to you. Yes. And you know if you're if you're strictly one of these people who like. Uh, if you are one of these people who you only care about the end goal, it's really hard to enjoy that process of getting there. So I feel like you have to fall in love with the journey. Exactly. You have yeah. to fall in love with the journey. That's it. Yeah. Like, because that's what life is. Like, what is the end goal that one day or like that's in a, that's in a time that doesn't exist. All we have is now. Exactly. So like what happens, like my argument against uh, people that are, that have that position of just only like I'm, I'm only trying to get to this one goal is what if so, like I mean I don't want to be the, the the morbid fatalist but I'm like what happens if something happens to you on your way exactly. there exactly what kind of exactly. a life did you live you, you you lived your entire life working waiting. toward a goal that you never achieved waiting for tomorrow and you never you never enjoyed the day that you were in exactly so maybe that's me also a little bit of my anxiety too of just like that really intense fear of wasting time yeah so i I always want to make sure that everything that i'm doing as long as i'm enjoying what i'm doing i've found at least in the last few years that as long as i stick to the things that i like doing it takes me places that i want to go even if i never thought about it right like i you know like i first time i heard a podcast i was like oh i'd love to do a podcast like who the hell would listen to it who would come on it i didn't know that's that negative self-talk it's just like a habit yeah and then i talked myself out of it for a long time and then and then i start working through and then i fell into i think i fell into like photography and videography and Mm -hmm. and then i just like somehow built up something of a network and then all of a sudden i have all these interesting people to talk to yeah and i'm like okay that podcasting that i backburnered Maybe I can bring that on now. I love that you jumped on that. I'm so proud of you for oh, doing oh, this. <laughs> yes, a huge congratulations to you for for uh, jumping into it and diving in. Like no matter what happens. Yeah. And I think that's the. the but there's big- no particular reason, right? They're just doing it because it seems like fun. Exactly, and it's something that you wanted to try. And I think there's something so beautiful about that. I want to know that, God willing, <laughs> when I'm on my deathbed someday. I want to know that I tried everything that I was mm-hmm. curious about. Anything. Yeah. I want to know that I tried at something and failed versus not trying. Yeah. Right? That way you really know you did everything and, and really lived your life to the fullest. If you have that dream that's on the back burner, like just start now. Like who cares if you suck at it? Who cares if people are going to judge you? That doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. That's you, you and your own opinion of what you're doing is way more important than naysayers or people that won't believe or people that will tell you to do things differently. Like, and also those people that are saying no, they don't matter because they're not going to watch your stuff anyways. Exactly. They're not going to pay attention to your stuff anyways. And also it's always the, the people that are doing less than you. Hmm that have those strong opinions or will throw shade it's never going to be someone that's doing more than you yeah that's going to hate on you yeah you'll find too that uh people that are that are happy with themselves and with their own with their own 
you know, the way that they're going through their life. Mm-hmm. If they're happy with their journey, they're never going to shit on yours. Exactly. Because it doesn't matter to them. Yeah. You're, you doing well has nothing to do with them doing well. Exactly. And if you're somebody who's just not doing well and not doing anything about it, and you see all these other people that seem to be doing so much better than you, you're going to, some people tend to take that personally. Yeah. And for some reason, they kind of, they kind of manifest that, that energy that negative energy and Mm -hmm. they just kind of and and just kind of project it on you exactly as if it's your fault yeah but it's not yeah so i mean ultimately you you can you know i i'm not saying shut out every negative thought or negative word but you have to be able to filter and just and understand what is productive to you what is something that you should internalize and some things that you shouldn't internalize so i think there's there's a lot of value Because sometimes people do offer a lot of value and constructive feedback. And I love that. I've really tried to practice um, being more open to receiving feedback. And it's really helped my growth. And it's really helped me relax as a person, Um, especially like being in rehearsal, let's say. And the choreographer will come in or she's watching something and she'll say like, she'll give me a correction. And when I was younger, I think my brain would go to, oh crap, I suck world versus Mm. now I will take that feedback that they're offering and I'll digest it in a healthy way and I'll improve. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's been, just a switch of the brain. Yeah. Like just a little click like that. I don't suck. I just need to work on that skill to improve. Mm-hmm. There's nothing embarrassing or, or wrong about that. And if someone doesn't want to work with you, that's okay. There's going to be thousands of other people that do want to work with you. Right. I, that must have been, that must be tough for you though, because I know yeah. you are, I, I don't know if this, if this <laughs> came from dance or yes. if it was just amplified by dance, but you are very much a perfectionist when it comes to <laughs> Yes. When it comes to yourself, yes, you're very much, you know, you like there have been times when we're shooting something or we're, uh, whether it's photo or video, mm-hmm. we'll watch it back, we'll look back at the monitor and it will look perfect to me. Everything straight up and down, everything is perfect. You'll notice one thing and you'll never let it go. I know. Like, we got to do it again. I know. I'm so, so you're so patient. But like, you're so <laughs> patient with me. But I think it was you. You said something about um, details. You said it on your social media. I believe it was you. Um, Something about if you don't care care about the details or you don't think someone will notice the details. Oh, it accumulates. It does accumulate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you don't pay attention to the details and don't look at things on a granular, granular level, not only with art, but in life, like you'll end up with a messy product. Mm -hmm. Because think about your life this way. If you spend every day saying, I don't care, I'll do it tomorrow. Uh, Maybe I'll try that, but I don't know. Yeah. You're gonna live a life of I don't knows consistently. Yeah. Versus actually waking up with a plan saying, okay, I'm, my gym, my my gym, my goal is to go (laughs) to the gym every day or at least five times a week, and you set yourself on that path, you start to go in the line that you want to go versus this scattered line everywhere. Mm -hmm. The details are very important. The details do matter. Yeah. Always in life. Yeah. I, yeah, we, I, I talked about this too with another, uh, with another videographer that I know we had a good, we had a really good conversation. If you haven't listened to that episode number two, Ah. um, 
but yeah the the details are what makes it are what makes it look uh that that's what makes it you know yours when when you yeah. look at when you look at a when you look at a piece of art or you look at a video movie or whatever um as the viewer you might not be able to pinpoint everything that made the shot exactly but if there's something that's missing or if there's something that's wrong your mind will pick that out right away yes and but the whole if you if you can manage to uh if you can manage to polish every single detail, then in the viewer's eyes, it all just makes sense and it all just looks right. Yeah. And they'll never be able to tell you why, mm-hmm. but they'll, they'll just, it just all looks right. And it's your job to construct that entire piece to where there's nothing missing. There's nothing, there's no detail that was missed. Yeah. Because if something is off, if something is wrong, something is not in line with the rest of it, People will notice. They might not be able to pick it out. Yeah. But they'll be able to say, like, there's something about that that I just didn't like. And and that little, I don't know, that little mm-hmm. thing that they can't pinpoint, that's a detail that you missed. And we were, like, when we were talking about it, like, um, her name is uh, Nicole Shapiro. Uh, we were talking about sound design. Mm-hmm. So... <clears throat> When you're when you're uh, looking at a shot, uh, you know, let's say there's like a simple shot of somebody walking in a room. Like, why didn't that look right? It's because you didn't. It's maybe it's because you didn't add the footstep sounds, and it made the person's movement look ghostly. True. So it's it's really yeah. People don't understand how much work yeah goes into yeah. Um, sound and movie and sets and costumes and everything. It's all about creating the feeling mm-hmm. that you want your audience to feel. But if you miss one of those details, you'll take them out of it. You t- exactly. Yeah. So the feeling is in the details. Yeah. So it's hard to not be a perfectionist. Exactly. That's why. But like, how do you balance? Because uh, like, I, I think you've heard you say this too, is that uh, done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. Because if, something, if you're always w- going for perfect, it'll never be done. That's right. So where do you find that balance of just like, okay, it's not... Like there, there's certain things that I couldn't control that didn't make it perfect, but I'm going to put it out anyways. I think it's about having or establishing a certain level of empathy with yourself. Okay. Um, you need to be empathetic with yourself and allow yourself to not be perfect and and realize that perfect is just this construct that we've built up that really doesn't exist. Um And we all believe that we want perfection because we think that's where happiness lies. And it's it's really this freeing feeling when you when you realize that it's better when it's imperfect. Mm -hmm. I think that's what makes you a beautiful individual. I guess what makes you relatable and relatable. Absolutely. People love content that they can relate to. And I really think that people's imperfections are what make them so beautifully unique. It's like when you're watching a Nikki Blackheader video and she clearly just woke up five minutes ago and her makeup's not done, her hair's in my... But <laughs> you're we, just like, oh, lo- it's okay to be like that But home. I love the feeling that she gives me. I feel yeah. like I'm friends with her. Yeah. I never actually thought I'd win her, her um, that competition that she had. Honestly, with you, I have no doubt about anything. I was shocked. <laughs> I literally got out of the shower and I looked at my phone and it said, Nikki Blackett or tagged you in something. I almost died because I love her so much. But <laughs> I won some fit jeans and they're great. Any fitness people, uh, any fitness girls with big booties, uh, those <laughs> jeans are fantastic and so comfortable and so they fit very, it's like very well. one of well. the hardest things to do is to, if, if anybody, anybody who lifts any kind of weight 
Uh, yeah, you know the pain of finding pants that fit. Yeah. That's why I'm so glad that in 2020, stretch is a thing. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, I would never wear jeans. Yeah. If I had to wear, if I had to wear jeans as they have always been made, yeah. I, for a long time, I just didn't wear jeans because they just don't fit my legs. Wow. It's wild. Just trying to find a good pair of, a, a, a pair of good fitting jeans. Absolutely. So and this is not sponsored by, <laughs> not sponsored by Fit Jeans, just saying this. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, going back to uh, perfection, I really try to break that constant pattern of wanting perfection um, because it creates what I cause um, perfection paralysis. <laughs> yes. Ooh, interesting. Yes. So I actually have been writing a lot lately and I, I don't know where it's going to go, mm. if it's going to go anywhere, but I have a chapter and it's called perfection paralysis. Wow. And there comes a certain point where you need to just push past that construct of thinking that things need to be perfect because when you constantly strive for that you end up doing nothing yes yes, hence the paralysis yeah yeah yeah. you're chasing something that does not exist and then you end up so scared and so confused and you're just reaching for something that's not real so then you stop entirely and that happened to me as an artist after i graduated uh ryerson for a little bit i just i feel like i lost my voice because i was just comparing myself to people constantly and as a creator i just I felt like I couldn't create anything that I was satisfied with or happy enough with. Right. And then that stopped me from I th- there was literally a point where I stopped watching dance videos like online. Oh. I know. Like I was hurting. Like there was something in me. Like I was going through a hard time at that time for other reasons. Um like I was going through a bad breakup, but I just stopped. Like all of me felt frozen. Like as an artist, I lost my voice entirely and I really realized that I just needed to take a step back and and look at what I do have to offer. Look at my strengths and start working with those. And once I started focusing on my strengths and the things that I'm good at and accepting that imperfection is a beautiful thing, you kind of find this nice little middle ground where you can just create and be you and you got to approach your work um, with curiosity versus perfection Mm. come to it with a curiosity of hey if I try this even if it fails I mean it could be a cool little science experiment that will lead me to something else right right Mm. so everything is treated like a a nice little scientific experiment that's gonna help you grow into a new form of yourself it's interesting you say like being empathetic to yourself in the context of being a perfectionist. Cause I, I just, I, I kind of, I'm thinking about it right now and I'm just like, I wonder if that whole, I'm like developing a theory in my head. This is my brain works. Yes. Do <laughs> it. Like, <clears throat> Can you pass me or I want to, oh. I want to hear this before you do. <laughs> Hello people. There's six. <laughs> oh, there's, six people. <laughs> there's six of I them. Stuck around for however long we're doing it. So exciting. <clears throat> so, I mean, if you're if you're thinking about like perfectionism, like stopping you from being productive, I wonder if it's just if it's not exactly if you're using, you know, the perfectionism almost as an excuse because of another another, you know, that is a great one. Subconsciously, you're like you're 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 really bothered about something else, but you're you're manifesting it as like 
a perfectionism thing mm-hmm. so that it uh, you know optically it's like oh it's not that i'm 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 anxious about something or it's not that i'm it's not that i have like a crushing anxiety about what everybody's going to think of me it's that no it's not perfect and you yeah. just kind of it's you know what it is it's so funny that you say that i actually read about this it's it's an easy out mm-hmm. for us to um it's a great excuse yeah it's a beautiful yeah perfectly strung together excuse yeah i can't do it right now because it's not perfect exactly the timing is not perfect i'm not perfect perfect. i don't have enough money i don't have this i don't have that like it's not the perfect scenario for me to create therefore i will not and then you're excused so it makes our ego feel a little bit better and these are hard things to talk about a lot of people get offended so fast when they hear these things but it's it's so important to go into um, these thoughts with an open mind. Yeah. Because that's when you are able to think about things differently, that's you're able to grow like versus just staying the same in your old patterns. Like I'm so intrigued by breaking old patterns. I guess that's another reason why I started I Empower. Okay. Because I wanted to override whatever I was going through. I wanted to take control over my life and and I didn't want to just wake up feeling like, is this really all there is? Mm. Do I really have to wake up feeling sad? Mm. So I wanted to make sure that I, 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 so then I started reading and I, I, I read so many wellness books and I just fell in love with them and they were healing me and I was I was learning new things and I really realized that our happiness like is in our hands and our if we're going to create something or not, it's in our hands mm-hmm. and it all goes back to talking to yourself in a kind, empathetic, understanding, nurturing way. Like if you can wake up in the morning or wake up and if you're having a crappy day, if you can talk to yourself like you would talk to a child um or you when you were two or three Mm -hmm. um and treat yourself that way you find you're a lot more productive Mm -hmm. like way more productive so are you you, do you think you're gonna keep the uh uh the i empower movement do you think you're gonna keep it with like schools and organizations like that do you you ever see yourself putting it out in a way that's maybe more accessible to like the public or like you're following it i mean because i feel like you have a lot to offer with it thank you i would love to take it more public and i guess i'm still in the process of coaching myself through that Mm -hmm. i think a lot of it is is intimidating when you start something all by yourself um because you always wonder like will i be able to handle that once i get there right um so i think the way I've started now is warming me up for something bigger. I genuinely do feel like that. I, yeah. It is my dream to stand on stage and, and talk to thousands. Mm. But again, process oriented, about this, right? Yes. If you if you're if you're only focusing on the process, you're thinking about today, tomorrow, and whatever you know. You're thinking about what's going on right now, mm-hmm. and you're not thinking about what happens. You know when you're you know in front of in front of millions, or if if you ever yeah. get to that level then you don't have to necessarily, I don't think you necessarily have to worry about whether or not you're going to be ready because if you're focused on the process of what you're doing today, what you're doing right now, then by the time you get to that level, you will have been preparing for it the whole time. Yeah, there is part of me that feels like I have been preparing my whole life for it. (laughs) It's coming together. Like you, you seem to step up in challenges when life pushes you. Yeah, yeah. I feel every time I get comfortable, 
life is like, here's a new one. <laughs> here's a curveball. It's time for you to level up. And and I love that life does that. I love that the universe throws you uh, new challenges every time you start to get comfortable. It, it's so important to do things that you naturally have a resistance to. Oh my gosh, you're so right. Because your body naturally, your your mind too naturally wants to preserve. Yeah. And it doesn't want to do things that are uncertain and mm-hmm. doesn't want to put itself in situations where you might experience discomfort. But I mean, those are the way, like a, a muscle tears before it grows. Yeah, exactly. So you got to do some damage to rebuild on top of it. And I think that you, you gotta you gotta be able to put yourself in those situations. The easy, the, not easiest, but I mean, for me, what the best way that I found to 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 force yourself to grow is just throw yourself into something that you don't necessarily know mm-hmm. for sure if you're if you can handle it and just work your way out of it. Yeah, because I mean, if you if you if you mess it up and and you fail at it, you failed at it. Exactly. But, if you, if you, I mean, for me, I've found that I've somehow been able to work my way out of every situation. And even though not, not all of them came out, you know, perfect per se. Right. There's always some kind of benefit that comes from it. Mm-hmm. Some kind of growth, some kind of lesson, something that you're going to do differently next time. And also just the mental fortitude of knowing that, okay, that was, that seemed terrible, but it didn't kill me. I'm fine. Yeah. I can go and do something else tomorrow if I wanted to. Right. And I think that's how you, that's one of the ways that you have to force yourself to, and it's not easy to do that. No, it's not easy to do that at it's, all. It's very, it's something that you have to actively challenge yourself. You have to coach yourself through it. Yeah, you like, definitely do. <laughs> it takes time to build mental strength. It really does. It's such a practice, like anything. It's It takes practice and time and dedication. You got to keep showing up for yourself. Yeah. But okay, so we've been going for like, over an hour now I could I could talk to you all day and Aww. just never get bored but uh, is there anything else you want to plug you want to talk about or how yeah is, everything seems to be going well with uh, I empower movement yeah it's going great um in May I'm planning to do a traveling workshop so I'm going to a few different schools to focus on mental health awareness month mm-hmm. so um, I'm actually probably gonna need you <laughs> oh. for your <laughs> videography services I'll follow you anywhere you know that beautiful yeah I have yeah. Uh, we're going to do a presentation at Suwon. Um, they're going to want us to present at both uh, campuses. So I would love to have you accompany oh, me course. on that. And that will be a fun little journey for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will follow you anywhere. You know this. I have. I followed you literally across the country. Uh, well, not across. I've, I've followed you across the border. Uh, I would I would follow you anywhere. Uh, Aww, I appreciate thanks, you, Kevin. Appreciate you so much. Uh, my life has been very different since meeting you, and I appreciate that so Aww. much. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And if anyone of you are listening, please give I Am Power Movement a follow yes. on social media. Yeah, you wanna? It's uh, it's um. It's like I. I well, oh no no no! Like it's I am empower dot m v m n t you got it yeah (laughs) yes yeah uh so thank you for being here thank you for talking to me thank you for Um, having me 
Love you so much. I uh, appreciate you being here. And uh, yeah, I'm very happy. I'm very, I feel very lucky to call you a friend. Oh, I love you I'll so much. You, I'll have Likewise. you on here anytime. We'll probably, I'd definitely have, love to have you come back at some point and we'll check in with you again. Uh, but for anybody, for some reason, if you don't know, if you know who I am somehow and somehow don't know who Alexia is, I don't see that being possible. <laughs> but uh, Alexia Minardo, you, you got... It's, it's it's my name Alexi yeah it's Bernard just my Bernard, name right yeah, okay on instagram it's the same on tiktok yeah yeah uh and what other platforms youtube are you on? You, oh, i YouTube. just started youtube yeah, yeah just yeah. started gonna that's out of my comfort zone but gonna get on that <laughs> <laughs> so yeah youtube instagram uh tiktok follow i empower movements and uh yeah we will see you next time thank see you for you. being here that's the podcast for this week with alexi minardo goodbye